The New England Patriots are reorganizing their coaching staff, and they might be in the hunt for a new running back. What does it all mean? Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Welcome to the Locked On Patriots podcast. We are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I am your host, Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. Pats fans, I thank you for joining me here on today's episode for making us your first listen today. Special shout out, as always, to all of you Locked On everydayers, you Locked On loyalists, those of you who make Locked On Patriots possible, always spend time with us here on the pod. And for that, I cannot show enough gratitude. I am honored and humbled by your support. And today on the pod, we're continuing our preview of the Patriots' positional depth charts. Camp is set to kick off on Wednesday, July 26th. Rookies are set to report on Friday, July 21st. And the coaches, well, they're already in the house. And some of them actually have some snazzy new titles to show off. We're going to get back to the coaches in just a second. But today's spotlight will be on the running backs. And that means our good friend, the green king of Sting himself, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports is not only going to help us break down the current Patriots ring back core, but he's also going to help us sort through the workouts of both Leonard Fournette and Daryl Henderson. And they were both in town for workouts yesterday at Gillette. Murph has some strong opinions, as do I, and we're going to share those with you in just a bit. But first, your New England Patriots may have actually revealed their coaching setup for the upcoming 2023 season. And again, folks, Caution. Remember, this is subject to change. There has been no official word as of yet, but Doug Kyatt of the Boston Herald was the first to spot the update to the coaching section of the team's website. That's where all of the offseason changes are stored, and it mentions titles for those brought in or those moved for other positions on the team. In total, six Patriots coaches are going to have new titles compared to what they had in 2022, either because they were just hired or because they've been reassigned to different duties. Starting off with Joe Judge, assistant head coach. That's an interesting one. We're going to come back to that in just a moment. But Bill O'Brien listed as the offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. That's the most high profile, probably for all of you out there, the most exciting. He's the one we're all waiting to see. And Bill O'Brien definitely is going to live up to both of those monikers, at least in my humble opinion. Adrian Clem getting the offensive line duties, not a big surprise here. We know that's why he was brought in, and he's got some work to do with that line, folks. We're going to be previewing the offensive line in the coming days here on Locked On Patriots, so all you everydayers out there, be sure to stay locked in for that. Will Lawing takes over as the tight ends coach, Nick Cayley departing, and Will coming in. He's got experience working with Bill O'Brien, excited to see what he's going to be able to do with Hunter Henry, Mike Gusecki, 
and the bevy of tight ends that might be on this roster as well. So keep a sharp eye there. Evan Rothstein is the assistant quarterbacks coach. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about Evan in just a moment. Keith Jones rounds out the mix. He is an NFL coaching fellowship on defense. And don't forget, he also spent a little bit of time with the Patriots during the East-West Shrine Bowl as well. So of those six coaches, four of them were brought aboard earlier this year, and three of them have already been out there on the field doing their job. We mentioned Bill O'Brien earlier taking over as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Yeah, there's no mistake. His imprint on this team is already being felt, working very closely with Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. So he's out there coordinating the offense. We knew Bill O'Brien's title before they had to reveal it. Adrian Clem, Will Wing, as I just said a few moments ago, they're working with the O-line and the tight ends respectively. That's not really a surprise either. During spring practices, that's where they slotted in. Now, again, folks, I caution because these titles have not been made official just yet. But I think the two that really stood out on this list or maybe surprised some people were Joe Judge and Evan Rothstein. And they are going to hold new titles after already spending time with the Patriots last season. Let's start with Evan for a second, who came over in 2021, having spent time with the Detroit Lions. He worked under Matt Patricia when Matt was the head coach in Detroit, and his title was initially research and analysis slash coaching. He then moved into an offensive assistant role last year in 2022, and now he's assisting Bill O'Brien and working with the quarterbacks. Evan has a good amount of previous experience doing so. And with all reverence to Evan, who is a very good coach, folks, by the way, and I think he'll be a great addition to that quarterback's room, Judge is the one that raised the eyebrows. And we all remember his unsuccessful run last year as the de facto co-offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach. Well, he's now going to serve as the assistant head coach. He's actually the first person to hold that title since Dante Scarnecchia did in 2013. Now, Judge has spent a lot of time during organized team activities and mandatory minicamps so far working with the special teamers. But something that really caught the attention of Patriots Nation, and I want to give a tip of the cap to WEEI's Mike Cadlick, who was the first to point this out, or at least the first I saw to point this out, Judge is listed on the page under the defense tab. That's really interesting because Mike points out that the last time Judge coached defense, he was the linebackers coach for the Division III Birmingham Southern Panthers in 2008. Not exactly the fit that we were thinking Joe Judge was going to have this year in the coaching staff. Now, again, folks, this is early. There's no official press releases or confirmations made by the team. But if Judge aligns within the defense this year, it might be worth watching to see where he's going to land and the role he's going to have. And I know the other part of this that stood out to a lot of you here is that there doesn't appear to be any change to the job title of Gerard Mayo. He's still listed as linebackers coach. And a lot of people thought that assistant head coach position was going to be tied to him. After all, this past offseason, the Patriots made it a point to re-sign Mayo, whose contract was up. Patriots made it very clear that they had high hopes for him. They were bringing him in to learn the ropes from Bill Belichick maybe take on a larger assistant role, and be more involved with team personnel. By all accounts, he actually did take on more this offseason. He was more heavily involved in draft prep. He was involved in a few coaching hires, Adrian Clem and Bill O'Brien, respectively. But that bump up in title is something that hasn't happened yet. Now, does it mean it hasn't happened behind the scenes? Absolutely not. To speculate and to say that Gerard Mayo is being shunned here, I think is irresponsible. That is certainly not what I'm saying, and I don't believe that's what anybody should be saying right now. Only Gerard Mayo and the New England Patriots know what his role is going to be for the upcoming season. 
And until it's made official, folks, it really is how it should be. So don't get nervous about not seeing Gerard Mayo's name here or seeing Joe Judge's assistant head coach. Don't forget, Judge's contract is up after this year. The Giants are no longer going to be paying the majority of his salary. So this may be, quote unquote, a solid that Bill Belichick is doing, helping Joe land on his feet elsewhere. I can't see the Patriots bringing him back and signing him the big money if the Giants are not going to be offsetting some of that. So that's just my opinion, folks. Once again, early, but it is definitely looking like the Patriots have set their coaching staff for the 2023 season. And while Joe Judge continues to move all around the gridiron as Patriots coach, one area that we're confident he will not be coaching is the running backs group. And that's the position we're going to be talking about today. That job falls to Vinny Sensieri, who does coach the running backs, folks, and also Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. But who are they going to be coaching? Who is going to be doing the running behind the fantastic Ramondre Stevenson? Well, our man Murph is on his way into the studio to help us answer that very question when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On listeners, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're preparing for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, Every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round, you will be guaranteed to have a winning one-two punch of workhorse power in your backfield when taking the Colts Jonathan Taylor and the Browns Nick Chubb back-to-back. While Taylor is a perfect rebound candidate in a more run-friendly overall offense in Indianapolis, Chubb is also set up to dominate with more of the combined workload in Cleveland. And folks, Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same thing with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. From brakes to taillights, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Don't forget, we are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it is your team every day, we are continuing with our Patriots positional preview, pre-camp edition, and we've been in the midst of breaking down a lot of defensive positions. But we're taking a little break from that today because one offensive position, kind of in the news a little bit more than the others right now. Now, folks, I'm not talking about DeAndre Hopkins and the wide receivers. I'm talking about Ramondre and the fantastic running back core, and who better to join me here to break down anything and everything 
related to Ramondre Stevenson and all the great running backs on this roster is the great one himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports. Thank you once again for joining me here today and always coming to enlighten this show, Don Murphy. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. And who better to break down running backs than somebody who opened up holes for them? Absolutely. You know exactly what it takes for these guys to do that. And the Patriots do have a few guys on this roster that may be able to do it pretty well this year. Will they add one more? Folks, stay tuned. We're going to talk about that. But let's start with the Patriots running backs first, Murph. Now that We've gotten all of the coaching titles out of our system, and the Patriots know that they're going to be running in the red throwbacks on a couple of different oh, couple don't of get different me started. games. <laughs> don't get me yeah, I September, want the December, whites. I want yeah, the I would whites. love to see those those white on white throwbacks. Would be oh, unbelievable to see. Uh, those so are the ones funny. I'd love to see come back. Really yeah. clean look, but uh, the red throwbacks among the best in the league, and we get to see Pat Patriot. What better yeah. can we you ask get? The best for? helmet ever. Absolutely. Without question. And to me, there's not even a close second. And I will say that very, very confidently. But wearing that red throwback, wearing those Pat Patriot helmets will be the Patriots running backs. And the guy that's going to be getting the ball probably a lot more than anyone else on that day is going to be Ramondre Stevenson without any question. Once again, the top of the heap when it comes to your uh, New England Patriots running backs. Murph, there's been a lot of speculation about guys like Dalvin Cook coming in and the Patriots working out a couple of yep. running backs yesterday, maybe to take some of the pressure off of Ramondre. Um, we know that as good as he is, he does need a brief bit of respite. And again, folks, we're going to come back to that in a moment. But before we get started, what makes Ramondre Stevenson the ideal fit for the top of this running backs rotation for the New England Patriots in 2023? Well, no, talent and attitude. Okay, it's you look at him once and and you can see, you know, a talent that that Bill Belichick just loves and a love to run and a love to to get up in between the tackles that that he just thrives on here in 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 New England over the years. Uh, It's just, you know, give me a giant bowl of pasta and let me eat. That's the way he is when he when he gets back there. Ramondre is fantastic. fantastic. And uh, he, he he wants the ball. He knows what he can do with the ball. His vision is is uh, probably unparalleled in, in recent memory here in New England. And he's he's just the epitome of a number one back. He makes Bill Belichick's job really, really hard. You know why, people? Because Bill Belichick likes running backs by committee. He likes a lot of guys out there. He likes to keep people fresh. But this guy is so talented, it's really difficult to pull him off the field. Yeah, it absolutely is very difficult to pull him off the field. And look, he can do it as well as anyone else, uh, and really as well as anyone on this roster without question. That's why he is the top of the heap. 1,040 yards last year with five touchdowns on the ground, averaged five yards per carry. And then, of course, catching 69 passes for 400. Behind that yards. line. Exactly. Behind that line. That's something you really good drop in. And I'm so glad that you said that because in order to amass 1,000 yards behind an offensive line, which had its share of struggles last year, and I'm being generous and I'm trying not to trample on some difficulties that were had in years past. Uh, but bottom line, that was not an easy line to run behind. No. And Ramondre Stevenson was able to do it. Also catching 69 passes for 421 yards and one touchdown 
as a backfield receiver. And, so and you know that this kid can get the job done. He does everything. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. What what uh what we need to hear is is somebody to spell him and and knock on wood in case he goes down. And and that's about it. Because this kid is it. He is it. And um it's been a long time since uh a uh, Patriots running back got a second contract here in New England. Mm-hmm. And I know the Patriots, we're going to talk about these guys in just a second, have uh, have uh, drafted a few guys because, you know, Bill doesn't get like to get caught with uh, his pants down at the running back position. We, he learned that uh, uh, quite a few years ago. So he, he drafted some really fine guys in last year's draft. But uh, but no, Ramondre is it. He is it. And, you know, I look at when he was drafted a couple of years ago coming out of Oklahoma and the one thing that stood out to me in the film that I watched on Ramondre was that physical, powerful running right. style. We fell in love with it. We knew that he was going to come in here and be a solid force in this running back court just on that alone. But that vision, that athleticism that he's shown is what separates him now from his peers, especially on this team, and maybe even throughout the AFC. He's got the ability to make tacklers miss in short yarded situations. And when that happens, it frees him up to be able to get off on some of these really good runs that we saw Ramondre rip off last year. He can also utilize the open field as an available target from the backfield and even from the line of scrimmage. He's been known right. to do that as well. So this to me puts the Patriots running game in good hands. They're not in desperate need of going out and getting a top shelf running back because in my opinion and in your opinion Murph they already have one but as good as Ramondre is he can't do it all and that's not a knock on his physical capabilities or his talent he simply just can't do it all you can't ask one man to be that jack of all trades and just expect him to carry the workload that he carried last year we saw Ramondre get tired in the latter part of the season and it does affect you into those winter runs so when you look at the team now and you look at who is going to take the second spot Damian Harris no longer here he's running up in Buffalo Uh, James Robinson we thought was coming in here we thought he was going to be around he's not here any longer so it leaves you with guys like Ty Montgomery Pierre Strong Kevin Harris these are all capable running backs Strong and Harris, a little bit on the green side. Ty Montgomery coming off of injuries. Who steps up? Who's going to be that number two behind Ramondre Stevenson this year in your estimation? Well, man, I, I've got to, I've, I've really, as much as I love Pierre Strong and as much as I, as I've revered him, yeah, this is a guy that has breakaway speed that is unmatched on this team. Uh, you know, he just, just a tad bit quicker than Ramondre himself. And I think it's going to be Kevin Harris. He's that, he's that prototypical mm-hmm. between the tackles kind of guy that Bill just loves to lean on. And if it's, it's going to be somebody to spell him, that's it. Uh, I think, uh, strong is going to be the sub package guy that's going to come in and, and face those light boxes and they're going to be there. And of course, Ty Montgomery, knock on wood, if he, uh, is uh, able to stay healthy and on the field, he can be used in a myriad of ways. You know, he, he, he can be used up, up the middle. He can get to the, he can get to the edge quick and you can also split him out wide. But Harris is the man that, that is, is going to be the number two guy. That's a very good point. And I think a point that maybe some Patriots fans are missing and I like it. I like your aggression here and I like your thought process because in terms of skill set. Harris does check a lot of those boxes where he can be a finesse runner, but a very powerful runner at the line of scrimmage and even at the goal line in the red zone. That's an important aspect of this game 
that really I think is underrated. The Patriots have always had that lumbering type of running back that can get into the end zone and can give you two, three, four tough yards. Corey Dillon, LeGarrette Blunt are names that just come to mind right off the top of my head. But in that respect, I think Kevin Harris has a shot to do it. Look, a lot of people are very high on Ty Montgomery right now. He looked right. very good during uh, minicamp during OTA. Exceptionally. Yeah. Um, he is a very um, – he's extremely determined. You can yep. see it. You can see that every time he steps on the field, he's looking like he has something to prove. I think in a lot of ways he does have things to prove because of the injury history that he has. Um very good at being able to receive out of the backfield. He may be their offensive option on third down, but he can run on early downs as well. Look for yep. him to get some. Uh, I keep coming back to strong in this case. And I know that I you made you. a good argument for Harris, and I definitely hear you when it comes to that. But the one thing that I really, really love about this kid is his ability to move with ease between the tackles. He True. did it so well in college. And he demonstrates a lot of patience in finding his scene. We saw a little bit of that last year. I think you're going to see the Patriots give him more of an opportunity to exercise it this year. If he's able to do that and get the patience, get the time he needs with the offensive line to find it, once he does, he's got a very, very strong burst, maybe one of the best in the game. And I'm not hesitating to say that, folks. You have no idea how fast this kid really can be. Watch him in practice and watch the explosion. Um, I thought Tyquan Thornton was by far the fastest guy on this team. Yeah. He is. But Pierre Strong could really be a close second. He's got that kind of speed, that just ability to break away. And if he finds that, that could be a solid compliment to Ramondre. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him get looks at the number two spot as well. I think you could really go with any one of those guys. In right. That role. And and he does catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit better than a lot of people give him credit for. So, mm-hmm. you know, I will doff your cap to that. We may be on the, the opposite side of the same coin, bud, but it's still the same coin. It is still the same coin. And you know what? Bottom line, whether it's Strong or whether it's Harris, if the Patriots are getting solid contributions and they're allowing Ramondre to rest his legs a little bit, you're coming out with a win-win situation. And that's something that the Patriots running backs will definitely want to cultivate. But, folks, the New England Patriots are clearly keeping their options open. Murph, on Wednesday afternoon, had a pair of pretty well-known running backs come through the doors of Gillette Stadium for workouts. A couple of savvy veterans, if you will. Leonard Fournette, Daryl Henderson. Both of these guys are capable of playing multiple roles in a running back core, but which one is the better fit in New England? Will one of them get signed prior to or just after the start of training camp? And if they do bring one of these guys in, who is the odd man out in this group? Murph and I are going to tackle all of those questions and more when we continue our running back positional preview right here on Locked On Patriots a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots your first listen every day. Reminder that tomorrow here on Locked On Patriots, we're going to be previewing the linebackers. And I know we did off the ball linebackers last week. This week, we're going to be focusing on those guys that could mask as defensive ends, even edge rushers. That's where we're going to be focusing our efforts. You think we're going to be talking about the guy who wears the red sleeves? Yeah, you're right. We're going to talk about him and a whole lot more. So be sure to stay locked into Locked On Patriots tomorrow for the very latest. But today, the Counter Murphy Fisto, the monster master of disaster, the greatest pinch hitter in the game has come up, stepped up, and we're talking running backs here on Locked On Patriots. And Murph, yesterday, 
on Wednesday, the New England Patriots hosted a pair of running backs, veteran running backs, Leonard Fournette, who we talked about earlier this week as a potential target for the Pats, and Daryl Henderson, who we haven't talked about too much as a potential Patriot. Both of these guys have experience. Fournette maybe a little bit more in terms of Super Bowls and playoffs, but Henderson is also someone that can come in and, you know, give you contributions in the backfield as a receiver and even into early downs. What was your reaction to either of these guys working out yesterday? Who's the better Patriot fit among the pair? Um, that's that's a really good question, Michael. That's a really, you know, Henderson had had a bit of a a bit of trouble getting back into the swing of things and and into the lineup out there in L.A. Fournette um, took kind of a beating last year. Had a down year for Leonard Fournette. But I think Fournette, and this is the second time that they've had him in. That's that's not a uh, that is not a uh, coincidence here, people. Uh, Bill likes what he brought he brought to the table. They had him in last year. That didn't work out. But you know he asked for a release after Tom Brady retired. I think Fournette is probably the better fit here in New England. Yeah, I would probably agree with that, and I know that's the common. Um storyline surrounding him that's kind of the uh reputation that's following Fournette right now is that it was a down year his prime years are behind him he still put out a halfway decent season in 2022 um played in 16 games for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year started nine of them 1191 yards from scrimmage six touchdowns through 262 offensive touches 3.5 yards per average on the ground and he also caught 73 passes so Clearly a guy that is capable of giving you dual threat capability. Yeah, his prime years are probably behind him, but he's probably not as over the hill as some are making him out to be. I do believe he is the better logistical fit here. Um, And, you know, there are a few reasons for that. I think that his opportunity to be equally potent on the ground as well as out of the backfield, the receiving ability on third downs, I think that makes him a comfortable fit in New England's rushing offense. He's probably not going to cost you nearly as much as it would to go after someone like a Dalvin Cook. And plus, there's familiarity. He's worked out with this team, spent time in the AFC with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think that there are certain um, aspects that make him fit a little bit better. Henderson is interesting to me, and I did have a chance to kind of check him out a little bit last year doing some uh, uh, filling coverage for SI for the Rams in the early part of the season. He was heavily leaned upon when Cam Akers was kind of going through his will he or won't he play phase out there in Los Angeles. Uh, He mostly operated as a change of pace option, but he did handle a good amount of snaps between 50 and 60 percent for the times that he was out there. Everybody out there was hurt. Yeah, exactly. And he had no really the the Rams had no other alternative but to throw him out there. He was one of their top pass catching options out of the backfield. You say he suffers from the SMA double L, uh, you know, he's five, eight, 200 pounds, right. but this is a kid that plays a lot bigger. And I think a lot stronger than that. He frame. Does. So uh, if Henderson is going to be your consolation prize, I don't think it's going to be necessarily a bad one. Your thoughts on Henderson, anything that I haven't covered that you no, wanted to add I mean, on him? You, you hit on all, all the, um, the, uh, the PowerPoints, as, as they like to say, I, I like the kid. I just think Fournette's a better fit here. Mm, He's um, a little bit more uh, reliable. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, Henderson misses time. He's been banged up a little bit. Um, and, and quite quite frankly, you know, he, he lost touches to Sony Michelle. Mm. 
you know, I love Sony. Sony, Sony, Sony has done it again. But, you know, he, he by hook or by crook, Sony was, was toting the ball a little bit more during that Super Bowl season than Mr. Henderson was. And I'm not saying that they're the same player now, uh, you know, because, you know, years are years, especially on uh, on um, a uh, on a, a running back. But the, the, the one thing that, that I do want to hit on is he has worked as a backup before. He has been mm-hmm. able to come into games and pick things up. It, this is that's 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 a trait, people. That's a good trait. Mm-hmm. That's something that you want to know. Somebody that's going to go out there and take his opportunity and latch on to it. It, it. It's not something that every running back is is capable of. And he's somebody that can come in cold off the sideline and pick up a first down for you. Yeah, without question. In his four seasons in the NFL, most of which was spent with the Rams, he was released by Los Angeles last year, caught on very briefly with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was subsequently released 1,742 yards on 396 carries, 13 touchdowns, caught 66 passes out of the backfield for 474 yards, and he's caught four of them for touchdowns. So, again, dual threat seems to be a common uh, denominator for the Patriots when they're looking at running backs, and either one of these guys would fit the bill. <laughs> what do you know? Absolutely, unicorns, Murph. Predictable. Offensive unicorns, <laughs> show ponies. We're looking show for it ponies. all out there. We're looking for guys that are versatile, and the New England okay. Patriots have quite a few on both sides of the of the coin. Now, trust me, I could be completely wrong here, and and I could be overestimating Cooks. Um, a uh, uh. T- market for you know i could be i could be underestimating what he's getting out but if he wants to come in here for a couple three million dollars for the season and and be somebody that that is going to once again change the outlook of of what defenses have to think about he is but right now i just don't think that he's uh he's the guy to come in here and and back up ramondre he, he's somebody that that'll come in again in different sub packages and Mm -hmm. he could work out here fantastically. I just think that, you know, the Patriots are going to go in a more fiscally responsible uh, direction. Yeah, I believe that you're correct on that as well. And look, there's no question about it. Dalvin Cook in terms of talent level, in terms of experience, in terms of explosiveness. Yeah, he's going to really leap up off the page. I don't think he's going to unseat Ramondre at this point because of the savvy that he's got with Mac Jones and the abilities he has. But Dalvin is coming in as your unquestioned number two or number one A uh, without any uh, stretch of the imagination, whereas Fournette and Henderson and even guys like Harrison Strong are going to fight for those types of reserve roles. He'll right. have to lower his asking price, but who knows? Stranger things. And and like I said, I happened. I've never seen him work as a backup, and I just talked about Henderson mm-hmm. being able to do that. I don't know if Dalvin Cook yeah. can do that. Mm-hmm. It's true, and it is a skill that a lot of people will either scoff at or they won't care or two but you have to learn how to follow before you can lead and then if you can actually go back to following even after leading that's an even bigger type right. of uh, uh you know feather in the cap for a player that knows how to do both and knows how to do both equally well it's extremely rare in professional sports but it is found maybe the patriots can find it in one of those guys so murph the one thing that still i think concerns a lot of patriots fans is if either fournette or henderson or dalvin cook is brought in it's probably going to mean the end of someone on this running back depth chart now jj taylor has spent an awful lot of time on the practice squad we mentioned harris we mentioned strong we mentioned montgomery stevenson's not going anywhere if no 
Patriots are bringing one of these guys in. They're likely not going anywhere. Who among the quartet that I just mentioned is probably looking at either practice squad or bust here if the Patriots wow. bring in a new face? You know, I mean, I thought you were going to be nice to me here today, Michael, and, and you, here you go cut, getting me to cut. I, I hate to say it, but it's probably going to be Ty Montgomery that's on the mm. outside looking in. That's just my opinion. I could be way off base here. It, it's all going to depend on how guys pop in, in camp. But I think, um, you know, the, the real youngsters are, are going to get the second look. They're going to get the benefit of the doubt. Bill's going to want to see what he can build on there. Yeah, Strong and Harris were brought in for purpose last year. They haven't yep. really been able to live up to that purpose yet. Not because they're not capable, folks. but the lack of opportunity. They, exactly. They just haven't had enough opportunities yet. They will get those this year. So I agree with you. I don't think those two are going anywhere. Taylor obviously is. JJ's already oh, set, already headed. He's already headed to the practice yeah, he's, squad. Yeah, he's likely there. I mean, there's no question about it. The Patriots aren't going to carry any more than four running backs. Um, you know, maybe they'll go five if they absolutely needed to. So Taylor is probably looking at another practice squad stash unless another team wants to go ahead and give him a contract right. and they've seen enough. He may end up getting his shot elsewhere. I agree with you. If Ty Montgomery is going to stick to this roster, then he's going to have to prove to be an equal jack of all trades, not just when it comes right. to the running back position, but a wide receiver. And we're hearing rumblings, even from Ty himself, that he plans on aligning a little bit more at uh, wide receiver this year. Right. So that's one to keep an eye on. We're going to be previewing the wideouts next week. But at the same time, uh, Ty's always uh, you know, someone that can do it all. But Sometimes the savvy veterans find themselves on the outside yeah. looking in. Um, I think you might be right on this, and it pains me Sorry, to say this. You know, well. it really does because I'd like to see him get a full season. I'd like to see what he's able to do here. But if Bill's bringing in another running back, it's because he thinks he needs one. And I really think that that Ty is going to be the the odd man out. It's terrible mm -hmm. business. Yeah, it really is. It's a tough business. And if the Patriots do not decide to bring in a running back. And I think it tells you a lot about how they feel right. about Ty Montgomery. And I can tell you from speaking to coaches and people that are close to the team, they were extremely impressed by what they saw, not just this year. They saw a lot in Ty Montgomery last season that they right. really, really loved. This kid was all over the field making plays in the right position. They're seeing the same type of dedication this year. And even with the injury history, they believe he can be something special. And if that's the case, then they might just be keeping their options open for future uh, reference when it comes to guys like Henderson and Fournette. But if one of those guys walks through the door pretty quickly, yeah, I think it's probably a sign that the Patriots are looking for an upgrade. And then you might be looking at Ty possibly being on the outside looking in unless he can prove his value as a receiver and maybe snag that elusive fifth or sixth spot, depending on how many the Patriots carry. But the wideouts are a conversation for another day, Murph. Right. <laughs> We're not going to touch those guys no. today. We're not going to do that. Murph, what can I say? I always appreciate you taking the ball whenever your number is called. You don't just take the ball and rumble across a couple of yards to get us closer to the line of scrimmage. You obliterate that line of scrimmage. Oh, you come on. decimate that first down marker, and then you get up and you give us a big chop to let us know that the first down's been had. But you're always the great one, and I really appreciate all of the contributions you make to Locked On Patriots. So thank you. We look forward to having Murph back, of course, early next week. We're going to be doing Mailbag Monday. Yep. So please get those questions get in, those folks. Questions but in the meantime, in. in the meantime, please let us know 
where we can find you, where we can interact with you, and what you have coming on the horizon from the great pen and the great voice of Thomas Murphy taking us into the weekend, buddy. Well, more Red Sox stuff, of course. You can check that over at E2GSports.com. You can follow me on the Bird app for anything else that might tickle my fancy over the weekend. <laughs> Murph, anytime, anytime Murph puts pen to paper for Red Sox coverage, folks, it is appointment reading. It is appointment viewing. You definitely want to check it out and all of the great work that he does, along with all of the great work that comes out of E2GSports.com. So check that out. And, of course, you can always catch Murph on One Patriots Place each and every week. But you can catch him here even more frequently on Locked On Patriots. And how great is that? We're honored, we're grateful, but we're honored and grateful even more for all of the support that you, all the everydayers of Locked On Patriots provide to us each and every day. And all of you casual listeners, all of you first timers, we appreciate each one of you as well. We hope you find a little something each and every day here on Locked On Patriots that makes you wanna come back and spend more time with us. On behalf of my good friend, that Count of Murphy Fisto himself, I am Mike DeBate reminding you to stay safe to stay well, to be the change that you wish to see in the world, and, of course, to come back here tomorrow for our positional preview of the Patriots linebackers and edge rushers right here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. Thank you, folks, and we'll see you tomorrow.